Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. And we're on. Hey everyone, I'm Liam, the daughter. Hey, I'm Laura, I'm the mom. You're already giggling because we've had a week. We've had one of those weeks. We always have those weeks. Yeah, I yeah. learned a lot this week. Did you? Yeah. What did you learn? Well, okay. So here's the thing. So my lovely husband over there, yeah. Jacob. Hi. He had to get a colonoscopy. Yeah. Everything's okay. Yeah. But just do things in fine form. Yeah. Due to some family history, they recommended he get one early mm-hmm. just right. to, you know, yeah. scope everything out. <laughs> Turn 30, get a four foot tube up your butt. Congratulations. You Yay. Did. Um, and for some reason, we were sent to this like really gross hospital in Pittsburgh. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to specify which hospital because I don't want to offend anyone. Yes, right. But if you know, you know. If you know, you could, yeah, you could yeah. probably take a guess. Yeah, right. Which hospital we were like, yeah. why? What? Why are we going here? Yeah. So we go up. Mm-hmm. Jake, he's nervous. He does not like doctors. No. At all. He no. gets immediately his blood pressure like oh, yeah. skyrockets. You don't have to tell that on me. white coat what? syndrome or something. I mean, I get nervous too. Hey, I'm the same Who way. Who doesn't get nervous for shit like this? And you were don't getting like a tube it. up your butt. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? That's not fun. Not well, fun. Or is it? No. <laughs> Some people might. Let me put it on the record. No, it is not fun not and not fun. desirable. Got it. So we go up and we're like, wow, this hospital is really gross. Okay. But then yeah. we get to like <laughs> oh my the gosh. office where this is happening. Yes. And it was even grosser than the rest of the hospital. Okay. Now, you know. I'm, you know, my Virgo brain. You were with us. It's Yes, aesthetics. It's all about aesthetics. Yeah, come on, make that look. And they put us in this hole that used to be like a (laughs) room. Not my hole. No, 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 not yet. It was like a room, I guess. It used to be because you could see the curtain thingies. And the buttons on the wall. Yeah. With like four old ash chairs that. Lawn chairs. Right, 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 right. Uh And a stack of magazines from the 1970s. Yeah, they were very old. (laughs) Fuck. So, yeah, that was, like, so my hair is already number up. one. I'm like, what is happening? So we were like, okay, like, this isn't great. And then we're sitting there waiting. And this guy comes in. <laughs> and this guy comes in. And he's in a bug uniform. <laughs> he's in like a pest, pest control. control. And he starts yes. putting scrubs on. Yeah. Right next to us. And Jake right. goes, is he going in? Because <laughs> I heard him. Is he going to be in the OR with me? No, I heard him as he came in. He's like, he said, I have the twilight. Which in my, I thought that was the anesthesia they brought. Jake's like, me. is this my like, is this, anesthetician? Is this dude putting on his scrubs out here with us? Like, what the fuck? I'm going to see Bella and Edward. I looked at him and I said, if that man is in your fucking operating room, you come right back out here. Like, I saw he had a pest control uniform on. Luckily, he went into the other room. Right. However, we're as we're sitting there waiting, a giant, like, you know, those centipede millipede yes. things that are real fucking fast? Mm-hmm. A giant one. Yep. Starts crawling right by our feet. Yeah. Yeah. And I, the lovely wife that I am, <laughs> I saw that it started heading right towards right you. towards like the operating room. Oh no. 
And there was a hole. Like, it could have gone in there. And I said, that bug is not going up your ass. Mm -hmm. Let me take care of this. Because Jake was like, oh, my God. It's good. (laughs) My cheeks are going to be spread. And here's the centipede. I'm like, no, no. So I took one of the 1970s magazines and I squashed the bug. Which, you know, I don't like to kill things. But again, not going up my husband's ass. Not today. (laughs) And then I didn't know what to do. So I left the magazine magazine on the floor. Just to make it more aesthetically pleasing yeah. in there. And the lovely lady who was helping you, she was. She was the, very helpful. The people were so the super nice. The staff was great. Yeah. Um, she comes out and she <laughs> picks up the magazine and puts it back on the stack. On the pile. With the bug dangling from it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that was that. That was that. Um, yeah. Luckily, everything went okay. <laughs> Jake was a little groggy when he came out. Yeah, you looked cute back there. I did not like seeing you in a hospital bed, though. That made Mm -hmm. me really sad. Mm -hmm. But do you want to report what happened? Well, first of all, that uh, anesthesia, (laughs) I would like a six-pack to go. (laughs) I can't sleep at all at night. I have a really hard time, and that shit knocked me out so fast. Yeah, best night's sleep you've gotten in years. beautiful. Yeah. But I do have hemorrhoids. Sad to report. Remember a few weeks ago. So this is funny. Remember a few weeks ago, Jake threatened everyone <laughs> who didn't rate us on Spotify yeah. and Apple. Something about preparation age. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we talked about my fear of hemorrhoids. <laughs> so we find out that Jake has internal hemorrhoids. Just I, two. I didn't even know those were a thing. I learned a lot about hemorrhoids this week because while we found while we were reading about Jake's Internal hemorrhoids. I learned that I have external hemorrhoids. (laughs) From the the pregnancy. From the pregnancy. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Um, So I have this pregnancy app, and it'll tell you, like, week by week what your symptoms are. And I look on that app, and I, like, just hit a certain milestone, and it's like, hemorrhoids are coming. And I'm like, great. And then I'm like, oh, I have them. Like, we learned on the same day that we each have a different type of hemorrhoids. You're the poster child for this. Yeah. At wow. least yours are hidden. It's true. <laughs> yours are on the inside. Mine can be seen. And don't think this is going to dissuade me from threatening the people. I'm going harder. <laughs> Karma really came back. But not with preparation age because you need it. Yeah, I'm hoarding send it. it. Send it to our PO box when we get one, honestly. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? I thought, I thought that you that were at risk of hemorrhoids. After giving birth. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't think this came until later. Right, right. Very incorrect. Incorrect. Um, so I'll report back on those later. <laughs> the things we talk about. I don't care. Like, it's not like, you this know This is what I real mean? life. This, this is, is real, real life. life. Yeah. Hemorrhoids exist. So the pregnancy pillow is not helping with that. No, and you know what? I'm super pissed off because I, like, makeshifted myself a squatty potty. <laughs> To, you know, make, not get hemorrhoids. To not get hemorrhoids and to make everything go a little smoother. And I feel betrayed because <laughs> I'm not even using it anymore. Fuck it. What's the point? What's the fucking point? I'm pissed. <laughs> and it hurt. Everything oh hurts. Oh my gosh. Everything hurts. Um, so oh boy. that was our week. Yeah. Good but times. At least I saved Jake's asshole from a millipede. <laughs> That's all Success. that that's all that matters. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. That's so, hilarious. You know, that's that's about it. I don't think we could have handled it. That any was more. all the fun we could handle for one week. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
so I don't know. You want to get into it? <laughs> yeah, let's do I'm it. Like, let me breeze past them. <laughs> well, before we do, we have three new patrons hey. to thank today. Ooh, we right. have Nikki, Maddie, and Valerie. Thank y'all so all much. Right. All right, awesome. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome to the family, friends. How yes. exciting is that? That is exciting. If you want to join, head on over there. We just put some like new perks mm-hmm. on all the levels. Good it's stuff. Get good stuff. Fun. You can see the pictures of my hemorrhoids. No. Oh my god. Yeah. So they hand. <laughs> We've got to go back. There's more to be told. Take a step back. The doctor hands me a pamphlet, Uh like of the breakdown of what happened, and I'm flipping through, and there's just pictures of Jake's fucking colon (laughs) on there. I'm like, oh, there were like eight people in the room with me. Like, what the fuck, man? You really need that many people? Can't just be me and the doctor? They all wanted to see what you got going on. I guess oh my so. God. They better not have been looking. Was it a training? Type of was it a training hospital? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Fucking no. Better not have been, actually. Oh shit. Okay, so again, now I gotta get off the hemorrhoids again. <laughs> that's all that's on my mind. That's all that's on my mind. Oh, all right, Jake. So what's the threat this week? <laughs> yeah, if you don't rate us on Spotify and Apple. If you do not rate us on Spotify and Apple, both of them, don't forget, I'll go back to that crusty hospital. <laughs> Find the corpse of the bug that tried to crawl inside of me during my time of vulnerability and gently place it on your upper lip while you slumber. (laughs) Jacob, that's a damn, we're gonna, Karma's gonna come right back around and smack us again. Because, you know, you know what the fucked up thing is? You know that bug is still there. You know it's still there. If the magazines are from the 70s, I'm sure the bug will live a long and fruitful afterlife. Oh my gosh. Oh fuck. So yeah, go check out our Patreon. Go rate us on Spotify and Apple if you don't want that bug on your upper lip. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, are you ready to jump into it? All right. So speaking of new Patreon tier perks, yes. Every tier now gets voting power. Voting privileges. Yeah. So we're going to like throw up a bunch of topic ideas, movie ideas. And you pick them. And you pick them. So this entire episode today, both of our topics were picked by our Patreon members. Yes. So I am doing Pet Cemetery. Nice. I did not think that was going to win. Yeah. And that's why I like doing this because Mm -hmm. I just didn't think that's what people would have picked. You want to hear what people want to pick. And you have your Ramon shirt on. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, as soon as you said you were doing Pet Cemetery, the song started playing oh, in my okay. head. Yeah. yeah, that's one of my fun facts. <laughs> oh, way, damn it, shut up. To jump ahead. <laughs> yes, there is like a theme song yeah. that the Ramones did mm-hmm. entitled Pet Cemetery. It's fucking kick-ass. We'll talk about yeah. it in a little bit, but that is why I wore my shirt. <laughs> I got you. Just I got the you. way you said it. it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right, so Pet Cemetery, the original, mm-hmm. 1989, Ooh. horror fantasy film. Yeah. Rated R. Here's your tagline. What is it? Sometimes dead is better. That's Ooh. a good tagline. That, that's You didn't come up with a better one? No, okay. I didn't. This, All right. <laughs> this, this one, one can stay. This one can stay. Okay. Um, it's based on the novel by Stephen King, of yes. course, directed by Mary Lambert. Okay. And here is your cast. Dale Midkiff as Lewis Creed. Dale Midkiff, okay. Midkiff. Denise Crosby mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. Rachel Creed. I feel like I know her from something else, yes. but I don't know. Uh, Miko Hughes as Gage Creed. Oh, he's I so know. Cute. Uh, Blaze Birdall as Ellie Creed. Blaze. Blaze. Fred Gwynn, 
Is that how yes, you say it? Yes, yes. As Judd Crandall, and you just talked just about him. In the Monsters. In the Monsters. And Brad Greenquist as Victor Pascal. Okay. All right, here's your rundown. This is kind of a long one. Oh, is so it? It's two hours long. Wow. So bear with me. All right, this story follows the Creed family, Lewis, Rachel, their kids, Ellie and Gage, and their cat, <laughs> Church. What? I was going to break out into a Creed song, but I just couldn't oh, do it. Oh, God, please. <laughs> With arms wide open. Everyone Scott, sounds exactly like that. So, <laughs> fuck, I hate Creed so much. You know I do. You do. I really do. Okay. As they move, this is, we're following this family. As they move away from their city life in Chicago to a more rural life in Maine. Okay. Oh, Maine. Maine, I know. All Stephen King. You Stephen know, he King's really likes fave. Maine. Yeah. Uh, they immediately meet their neighbor, Judd. Love him. I love Judd, who warns them about the big trucks driving back and forth on the main road in front of their new home. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> red flag. Yeah, red flag right Foreshadowing. there. Foreshadowing. I am putting up a fortress of offense. Yes. Judd also informs them that there is a pet cemetery back in the woods mm. because so many pets get hit by these trucks. Oh, no. Okay. Yikes. Maybe move. Yeah. <laughs> Don't unpack. Yeah. Just, Maybe that they probably got the house cheap. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's. I think Judd says, like, this, ho- ho- this house. This <laughs> Old house. Old house. Sure, it's looking good. <laughs> I think he says that it sat empty for a while. Uh, so again, yeah. not a good sign. Okay. Yep. Um, as one of the characters says, uh, this pet cemetery is a graveyard for pets killed in the road, built by broken-hearted children. Oh no! Ouch! Uh, so he walks the family down the path that leads to this cemetery, and I gotta say, it is creepy as shit. Yes. I mean, all cemeteries have a vibe, but mm-hmm. this one. It's crusty and dusty, <laughs> kind of like the hospital Jake had his fucking pull off. <laughs> Fit right in. Uh, the mom, Rachel, is not too happy about this. Okay. She's right. like, what the fuck? But Judd explains to the kids that graveyards aren't to be feared. Right. They are a place where the dead can rest and speak to the living. Okay. Cute. Right. All right. The next day, Lewis is working. He's a doctor. When a man who's been hit by a truck is brought in. Oh, shit. Not looking good. Some some foreboding. Yeah. Right is that before, right? Is that the right? Foreboding. Foreshadowing. Oh. <laughs> I, was oh, like, I was like, yes. Yeah, you're so you, right. You got it. <laughs> uh, right before this man dies, he tells Lewis that he'll come to him. Uh-oh. Okay. okay. Which he does that night in a dream. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hello, creepy. Very creepy. So the ghost of this man, whose name is Victor, okay. leads Lewis to the pet cemetery in this dream and warns him to never cross the cemetery's barrier because the ground beyond is sour. Oh. <laughs> Lord does not like the word sour. I can tell, but she's like, what? Oh, yes. I That's... like that word choice, though. I don't know yes. why. It's just very ominous. Like soured milk. Yeah, Spoiled. like it's just bad. Yeah, yeah, not good, not good. So Lewis wakes started out good, does not end up good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> Lewis wakes up and assumes this was all just a spooky dream until he realizes that his feet in the bottom of his bed are covered in dirt. Uh, oh. Lewis, but he like just kind of shakes it off. No no. No no, 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 no. So flash forward to Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Mom and the kids are heading to a family get-together in Chicago while Pops stays behind. Okay. I don't really know why he stays behind, but... Because his in-laws are dicks. The, yeah, Jake really oh. had a problem with these in-laws. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they're okay. kind of assholes. Um, unfortunately, Judd gives Lewis a ring and tells him that their cat, Church, is dead on his front lawn. Oh, no. Rest in peace, pal. In Judd's defense, he fucking told you <laughs> to watch out for yes. that main road. Oh, did he get hit by a truck? 
Yes, he did. He was like (laughs) stuck to the frosted ground. They had to like peel the the sound effects. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, Judd, knowing the kids will be upset about this, takes Lewis beyond the barrier. Why? Where the ghost fucking told him not to go. Don't do it. Of the pet cemetery to a different burial ground. Okay. Judd instructs Lewis to bury the cat, Uh but to not tell anyone what they've done. Okay. Yeah. Another red flag. Of course. Know? Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, but he does it. And the next day, Pops is cleaning around the house when he spots a reanimated church. The cat. Um, and I'm out. Yeah, exactly. Church isn't the same, though. Uh-huh. He's mean. His eyes glow. Yes. No one fucking says anything about Frothing the fact at the mouth. <laughs> that yeah. this cat's eyes are, like, glowing green. No, yeah, right. Not yeah, no. good. But he does point out that he smells. He smells. Yeah, like, probably, like, death. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he smells. Uh, sour? He's, yes. That is the perfect. He smells sour. Uh, Lewis rushes over to Judd for an explanation. Okay. okay. And essentially, this ancient burial ground brings things back to life. Duh. Uh-huh. And although different, like it brings them back different, it spares people grief. And that's what Oof. Judd was trying to do for these kids. For the time being. Exactly. Uh, so I'm going to flash forward a bit now. Some things happen. There's like other characters, yes. but in my opinion, they're just kind of like fillers. Okay. That don't really matter to the main plot. Good. And because good. the so main plot. Fuck them then. Fuck them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fuck them. I'm not going to explain to you. Go watch the fucking movie. <laughs> okay. So the family and Judd are flying some kites out in the yard one day mm-hmm. when Gage wanders away Oof. onto the road the worst and we can all guess what fucking happens yes, to poor little gage no he gets hit by a speeding truck Oof. and dies oh my god and this kid it's is cutest, so cute in his cutest. little voice he's like uh-oh because this kite mm-hmm. like flies and he goes to chase the kite he's adorable yeah and he dies yeah. so completely grief-stricken lewis considers burying gage's body in the same ground they buried church right because church came back yeah no not a good idea no judd tells him a story of a local boy who was killed on his way home from the war okay. way back when uh-huh. uh the dad grief-stricken buried him in the cemetery and he did come back but he was not the same person right he was a malevolent zombie not human at all Kind of yeah. like Church the Cat, right? Yeah. Um, and the townsfolk had to kill him again. Oh, damn. My boyfriend's so back. <laughs> oh, God, I fucking love that movie. I really do. So he's like, please don't bury yeah. Gage's body in don't there. Don't do that. Um, after the funeral, Mom and little Ellie head off to Chicago while Lewis stays behind again. Yeah. yeah. He says he's like tying up loose ends. What kind of oh. loose ends you tie up? What do we you know. fucking think? We know what's happening. Yep. The first thing Lewis does is exhume Gage's body and bury him. Beyond the pet cemetery. Ooh, bad move. Bad I move. I mean, like, I get it. Yes. But this dad in this movie is like the fucking. Oh. Is he in anything else? I don't recognize him in anything else. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. Um, good. I mean, he's not yeah. a bad actor, right. but just the character. And again, Annoying. you have to consider so grief stricken. Right. I understand. But dude, he made the dumbest decisions in this fucking movie. Well, that's why it's a horror movie. Yeah. So meanwhile, little Ellie, who's been showing signs the entire movie that she has like the gift. The gift. Okay. Is visited in her dreams by the ghost of Victor. From earlier. Oh, okay. Okay, Victor warns her of what Pops is doing. Hey, wake your dad up. Wake your dad up. Yeah. Mama Rachel is freaked out by this. Mm-hmm. She, like, recognizes the name Victor. Okay. As the person that okay. died. And so she's like, oh, what the fuck? What the heck? And heads home to make sure that Lewis is okay after calling Judd to tell him what's up. Right. Okay, so here's a speed round wrap up. 
Give it to me. Again, this movie is yeah. wrong. Gage reanimates. I know. He's scary. He is scary, but he's like so cute. He is. They cast like the perfect casting choice, honestly. He is the cutest Because kid. he's just like so innocent, mm-hmm. but so creepy when he yes, reanimates. Yes, Um, And shocker, he's not the same. Okay. Oh, uh, no. His spooky little baby giggles. I oh, know. my God. They're like heartbreaking because they're so cute, but Oh my god, if I heard that in like a dark alley, I would chart my pants. I know, yeah, right? (laughs) My hemorrhoids. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, he kills poor Judd. I know. After slashing his Achilles tendon. (sighs) Laura's favorite. Um, And he kills Mama Rachel the second she returns home. That is a very sad scene because she's obviously like, oh, my God, Gage. Yeah. And she doesn't know really what's going on. And then he, like, slices and dices her. Oh, I know. That's so sad. It is. Um, Lewis and Gage have a battle Mm -hmm. that ends with Lewis injecting Gage with morphine. No fair. No fair. I know. So (laughs) he stabs him and they're, like, tussling. And then Gage walks away all, like, fucked up (laughs) He's like, no fair, daddy. No fair. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. Um, Lewis snags Rachel's body from the house before burning it down. Oh, my God. I hope he he, does. He take her to the cemetery. I was going to say, are you ready for this one? He takes her fucking body and buries it beyond the pet cemetery. Somebody Even though needs the, to slap the shit out of that The dude. ghost of Victor is trying. He's like, don't make it worse. You're going to make it worse. But he is so grief-stricken at this point that he's like, she died just a minute ago. And it's, yeah. she's fresher. So it, it won't be as bad as Gage. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Wrong, no, he's, he's lost yeah. it. Cheese is off the cracker. Done. So that night, a reanimated Rachel appears to Lewis. Lewis at this point is like, fuck it. And embraces, he embraces Rachel, who's a zombie. She's like bleeding yeah. from the face. Yeah. They're like kissing and shit. Yeah. And she kills him with a knife. Just take me out. Take me out. And they lived happily ever after. <laughs> That's did, the did, end. Did he reanimate? No, I think you can just assume that he died. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all dead. Wow. Laura, mm-hmm. have you not seen this? I have. It has been so long. Would you say back in the 80s? Yeah, what did I say eighty nine. No, I have. Yeah, it's been it a while. on the precipice there, Laura. You really heading into the nineties. Heading into the nineties. Yeah. So that's Pet Cemetery. Oh, that is such a good one, though. Again, I did leave out some some details that are pretty spooky that you have to go and watch. Yeah, I can't. Um, I don't. That's not one of my favorites. It's not one of mine either. Because the little boy gets killed. I can't watch that part. I was going to say this. Mo- I like the movie. Mm-hmm. I really like Judd. I like the character yes. of Victor. Um, the story is good. It's good. There, it's, some of it's problematic. Would yeah. not stand the test of time. I won't right. lie. But it's just sad. Yeah. Like, it just makes me it's, upset. Yeah. yeah. I don't like Nobody to think- wants to see kids get hurt. Nobody wants to see kids get hurt. Nobody wants to think about their animals dying. Like, I mean, yes. it's just kind of sad. Yes, yes. Um, and on that note, what is my lesson? Um, pet cemeteries? <laughs> yeah, let's talk more about the yes. sad stuff. No, I think it's kind of cool yeah. if you can get past the really sad elements of it. Yeah. What is a pet cemetery? A place where people bury their pets. You guessed it, Laura. Right. It's a Woo! cemetery what do for I get? pets. Gold star. Yes, you get a cookie. Uh, where did this all begin was kind of my, yeah. I don't know, I was interested yeah. in it. So there's evidence of pets being deliberately buried either on their own or alongside their owners dating back over 7,000 years. Wow. But the oldest actual pet cemetery to date was uncovered in Berenice, Egypt, and is around 2,000 years old. Okay. 
So 585 animals were discovered, the majority of which were cats. Uh-huh, I figured. Yep. So in ancient Egypt, people believed that cats were sacred and held them in high regard. I th- I'm sure we've touched on that yeah. a little before. Um, because of their temperaments. 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 Would you like anybody want a peppermint? <laughs> I was going to say, would you like a temperament? <laughs> If you get that reference, gold star for you. Anyway, because of their overall temperament Mm -hmm. and, like, nature, they were often associated with deities. Yes. So they were held to high regard. Mm -hmm. Um, They were also just quite useful as they kept places clean of pests like snakes and mice and centipedes. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, they better get a couple cats in the hospital. (laughs) I was going to say, you need a resident cat. (laughs) Screw the exterminator. Oh, fuck. Under the belief that they could remain together in the afterlife, owners often had their pets mummified. (laughs) I'm done. I can't talk. Uh, That was me last week. I know. We just swapped places. Anyway, they had their pets mummified and buried alongside them, thinking that they would... They could be together. Ouch, that hurts. Um, So flash forward to the 19th century Mm -hmm. and into the 20th when the popularity of pet cemeteries really began to explode. Okay. Okay, so over time, this was interesting, people began to view pets as more like members of their family Mm -hmm. rather than just like a useful animal. Right, right, right. Um, And this seems to be at least in part because of pet inventions that allowed pets to come into the house more often. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, I'll link this really cool article that kind of tracks, like, this guy went to pet cemeteries and took, like, note of the language. Okay. Throughout the years and how it, like, went from them just being, like, loving pet to, like, member of the family and mom and dad love you. And, like, the language changed throughout the years. It's really sweet. Yeah, but if you think about it, stuff like it was talking about, like, flea shampoo Mm. allowed pets to come inside. Yeah, yeah. A bond was, you know, formed. So with this change, actual pet cemeteries started popping up. The Cemetery of Dogs and Other Domestic Animals in Paris was founded in 1899. Wow. Um, it is claimed to be the first zoological necropolis okay. in the modern world, even though many pet cemeteries seem to predate it. Okay. It takes that. It's like, no, no. Oh, <laughs> we were the first. We were the first one. Um, it seems very elaborate. Like, it has a lot of ornate sculptures and monuments everywhere. Ooh. It's really beautiful. Um, and it supposedly caters to elite clientele only. Oh, for instance, dog actor Rin Tin Tin famously oh, rests there. Wow, okay. Oh, wow. wow, Rin Tin Tin. No fancy pet cemetery for you. No, I no. thought you were going to be like, this is Josh Groban's fish. Or like, you know what I mean? I think there are like celebrities animals. <laughs> Josh Rest in peace. Josh Groban. <laughs> you pulled that out of nowhere. He would have a fish. That, yeah. Okay, America's largest and oldest pet cemetery can be found in Hartsdale, New York. Wow. Dating back to 1896. Okay. According to their website, it is the oldest operating pet cemetery Uh, in the world. Wow. Yeah, and it began as a way to address the growing need for a secure and dignified resting place for the pets of New York City. Um, over 70,000 animals have been laid to rest there as of today. Holy and shit. I'll, I will link their website. It does look really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ouch. Um, so now pet cemeteries can be found all over the world. Cute. Um, they, they do have one at Lilydale. I know. 
Yeah, yeah. You, we've talked a lot about Lilydale in New York. Um, yeah, we've spent a lot of time in that pet cemetery. I know. Yeah, it's very peaceful. It, yeah. That one feels very loving, unlike the movie. Right, <laughs> that's there's crusty a, yes. and dusty. There's even a horse buried there. Yeah, a yeah. lot of what I was talking about. I mean, it did say like fish, horses, yeah. like all kinds of animals. It's all not, walks of life. It's not just dogs and cats, but. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was interesting to That's learn about. Cute. It makes see it makes me sad. And yeah. looking at me like, why are you talking about this? <laughs> He's like staring into my soul. I'm sorry. Can you imagine Nanook outside not being able to come inside? Oh my gosh, you wouldn't make it, buddy. No, when I read that, He's I was so pampered. Like, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe some people like still to this day keep their pets outside. Leave their dogs I, outside. Yeah. Like why? Why? So anyway, that's Pet Cemeteries. Yes, I love it. Would you like some fun and random facts I about sure the would. movie? Yes. All right, Stephen King was present on location for most of the film mm-hmm. because it was shot near his home in Bangor, Maine. Bangor. Bangor. Um, he even makes a cameo. Of course. As the pastor, that motherfucker. It's his acting career. It's like, let me weasel my way in here. Um, there are references to other Stephen King stories throughout the film, such as like a dog going wild in a town nearby. So that would be Cujo. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah. Um, there are also references to the monsters. Is there really? Yeah, I think he says, like, I had a dog named Spot. Oh, and you said in the monsters yes, that yes. was, yeah, yeah. Um, King is a big fan of the Ramones lore. <laughs> so they wrote and performed the theme song, which plays during the closing credits. Love that video. It is a fucking kick-ass song. It was my ringtone. Do you yeah, remember yeah, that for yeah. a lot of years, mm-hmm. like before I had a smartphone? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that song. Uh, this is interesting. Okay. Bruce Campbell was the first choice for Lewis Creed, the dad. Interesting. I don't think Bruce could have. Uh, <sighs> I would have yeah. rather seen Bruce. This guy was kind of a wet blanket. I know, but like, wasn't he kind of supposed to be? He was supposed to be. I don't know. That's what Bruce Campbell. He's too too much of a hard ass. I don't think he. Yeah, but he's also too funny. Like, he's just, he's like accidentally funny. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Uh, Director Mary Lambert was actually better known for directing music videos, especially for Madonna. And she did Like a Prayer. Which we oh, love. Fun, yeah. And Material Girl. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite. <laughs> not my favorite. Roasted. That one's not my favorite. Uh, speaking of directors, George A. Romero was originally set to direct, but there was a scheduling conflict. Damn it. Damn it. And supposedly, my man Tom Savini was offered a directing role, but turned it down. What? Really? I know. Interesting. I, like, where did the Pittsburgh people come in? I don't know. <laughs> Let's just bring you on in here. Bring them in. Well, I think um, Stephen King was good friends with George Romero. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had Creep Show and stuff like yeah. that. And then I guess just, yeah. I guess Tom Savini Tom was involved Savini was in that, that too. Yeah, right. You know what? All, I see how pals. it happened. I yeah. get it. Um, at least seven cats played church. Some of my sources said seven, some said nine. Wow. So at least seven, each trained to perform a different action. Oh, well, that makes sense, though. Mm-hmm. Trying to get one cat to do all one of those stunts. One could sit. Yeah. One could, <laughs> one, one could beam its green eyeballs. Yeah. Dude, cats are like, they do their own fucking thing. I yeah. respect it. I can't imagine being a cat trainer. Oh, my God. It would be difficult. Yeah, very. Uh, we saw a sculpture of Judd's dead head at the Mopop, which yes. is the Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle. Yes. I remember that. Very cool. Yeah, it said, like, that's why when he dies at the end, so... So Gage, like, cuts his Achilles tendon, Mm -hmm. and then he, like, bites him. Yes. And you only see his face for, like, a split second. Yeah. And it's, I think, because it was this bust. Oh, okay. But damn. Yeah. It's creepy as fuck. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. 
Um, there was a remake in 2019. I haven't Oof. seen it. I have. Have you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you saw yeah, it. Was I it good? Did. Garbage. Oh, no. Hated it. John Lithgow played Judd. Terrible. I mean, really? Terrible. I thought that was kind of a good casting moment. No? Okay. I mean, yeah, John Lithgow was probably the best part. Oh, okay. But, I mean, the movie Overall, itself, yeah. I didn't see it. You know me. I'm slow to fucking remakes. And while this isn't my favorite, I still yeah. really, I like this yeah. movie. Um, yeah, the so. original. I'm gonna take yeah, my time I did with not that like one. The remake. I do think there is a Pet Cemetery too. Also, yes, it looks there is like garbage. <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen that. Mm-hmm. It's been a while, but not good. No, I'm just no. I'm gonna skip that yeah, one just too. Skip that one. Um, so that is Pet Cemetery. I love that. I can't believe it's taken this long to do that. We, but we have done a lot of Stephen King. I was gonna say we kind of have to stagger Stephen King because he does so much. He does. He's involved in so much horror. Yeah. That I can't. You know, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't, this isn't a Stephen King podcast. <laughs> I don't know why I had to say that in a British accent. But. Oh, is that what you were going for? A British oh my God, accent? Was it not? Was it not British? Damn it! What was it? <laughs> Someone I'm told always me. trying to figure out what exactly you're going for. I make up my own. I thought that was a killer British accent. I was accent. thinking of that when you're with your last weeks when you did. You were like Jack Black. I think he was going for a Jamaican accent, and I was thinking. Probably, oh, really? Probably, like, I know. <laughs> I'm sitting here roasting his accent chops, and meanwhile. Was that not, baby, was that not British? It was a swing. <laughs> and a miss. <laughs> Dude, one of these days I will reveal, like, I try to do a British accent and say fish and chips. We're going to send it. We're gonna send- <laughs> and it comes out, like, Swedish. Every time I don't know. We're gonna get you a an a, a trainer, like an acting coach. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Teach you accents. Oh, that poor person. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The work cut out for them. I know. <laughs> oh boy. So all that's right. all I got. All right. I thought, cool. I thought it was interesting. Sad. This movie yeah. kind of brings me down. Yeah. It's still it's good. I mean, it's a good ass horror movie. I love this movie, but I don't watch it very often. I'm it's not going to lie because it's it's just so sad. It is very sad. I can't stand like I can't watch that part. I have to turn my head. Ah! I've never read the book. I'm curious yeah, about no, the I book. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always like say I need to read more, and it's been like two years since we started this podcast, and I could tell you firmly I've not read a single book. I've not read anything, so I'm gonna just stop <laughs> saying that. <laughs> well, you do still need to read more, but I do. But yeah. the chances of that happening now slim to none, Lord. Slim to none. Slim. Well, you'll be reading baby books someday. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm not going to read them, <laughs> Pet Cemetery. That's not the one. No, no. Start off a little lighter. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. All right. So I'm up. You're up. And uh, everybody chose for me. Yeah. The Secret Garden. Oh, cute, Lord. Yes. So let's get into it. 1993 fantasy drama. <gasps> you in the 90s. Love it. There okay. we go. I don't remember them, but I've here never we are. seen this. No, no, no. I had never seen it either. And I've never read the book. No. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was directed by, I know I'm going to get this uh, name wrong, Agnieszka Holland. Hmm, pretty. Executive producer, Francis Ford Coppola. Really? Yes. Okay. That, you stunned me. Right? I was not expecting you to I, say that. I was shocked when I saw that. Uh, written by Carolyn Thompson and based on the 1911 novel of the same name by Francis Burnett. Okay. Who also penned the more popular titles, Little Lord Fauntleroy 
and The Little Princess. Oh, my God. I was obsessed with The I Little know. Princess, the movie. Well, it was funny because when we sat down to do this, I kept saying, I, can't we do the, can we do The Little Princess? Can we do The Little Princess? I haven't seen it since I was little. You used to watch that all the time. I know. Time. Like, I only remember, like, bits and pieces mm. of it, but I know that I had the VHS. Yeah, it was you used a clam to watch shell. it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it was in a clamshell. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so I do want to note that in my research, I discovered the book has been criticized as an example of uh, racist classic literature. Oh, okay. So it uh, did not stand the test of time no. on a few levels there, but— What would you say, 19? 1911. Okay. Yeah. Well, unsurprising, yeah. sadly. Right. Yeah. Um, so here's your cast. Okay. All right. Kate Maberly as Mary Lennox. Okay. Hayden Prouse as Colin Craven. Colin Craven. Yes. Andrew Knott as Dickon Sowerby. I, I, was Dickon Sowerby? I love that. <laughs> Dickon Sowerby. What a great name. Uh, Laura Crossley as Martha Sowerby. I thought you were going to say Laura Croft. Okay. Oh, my God. And John Lynch as Lord Archibald. 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 <laughs> Lord Archibald. <laughs> Lord Archibald Craven. Oh, fuck. And you would know him because he was in uh, In the Name of the Father, Sliding Doors, Secret uh, of Roan Inish. Oh, okay. One of right. my faves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dame Maggie Smith as Mrs. <gasps> Medlock. Not the Dame Maggie it Smith. It is the Dame Maggie oh, Smith. I like her. I know. She seems I like her. a badass. I know. Doesn't she, though? Yeah. Um, Here's your plot. Okay. All right. We're in India. We see a young 10-year-old, Mary Lennox. Okay. Uh, She's a dreadful brat. Oh, Oh, okay, great. (laughs) Um, But her parents have no time or use for her. Uh, But they are not in the movie long as they are both wiped out in an earthquake. Okay. Wow. You really, they they just started off strong. Started out with a bang. (laughs) Now, in the book, the parents uh, die from cholera, from the cholera epidemic. Oh, okay. Which is, like, historically accurate for the time. It began in India and all of that. But They said, fuck it, let's do an earthquake. Let's do an earthquake. Wow. An earthquake. An earthquake. Uh, Because of the neglect Mary faced from her parents, she, one, is not upset that they died. Oh, (laughs) Two is a pretty cold-hearted, self-centered bitch. How old did you say she She's was? ten. Oh. <laughs> and three, she's just so broken, she does not even have the capacity to cry. Oh, no. Okay? Okay, poor so, girl. So, I know. She is sent to live with her mom's sister, who, unbeknownst to her, died ten years earlier. And her husband, Lord Archibald Craven. Okay, so the sister, not there. Not there. So she's in the hands of Lord Archie. Yeah. Okay, I'm there. Um, he lives in a, pa- a palatial estate in England. Okay. Uh, no one even arrives to pick Mary up until hours later when head housekeeper, Mrs. Medlock, Dame Maggie, arrives, uh, pretty much letting Mary know that no one is happy that she is there, including oh. her uncle, who she will probably never even see. Okay. Because he has never gotten over his wife's death, and he doesn't spend much time at the manse. Okay, I'm just devastated for all these people right I know. now. What the hell? Right? Uh, Mrs. Medlock tells Mary that she is not to leave her room. Okay, great. But upon hearing strange wailing sounds throughout the castle, she decides to do some exploring. Yeah, fuck it, I'm leaving my room. (laughs) (laughs) She finds a hidden door in her room that leads her to parts of the castle that have been clearly neglected. Okay. Including her aunt's room, where she finds an old key. Oh, Okay. Mary is befriended by Martha, a young Ray of Sunshine housemaid who tries to thaw Mary out a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Medlock forces Mary to entertain herself outside so she is out of everyone's hair. 
Jeez. The grounds are enormous, and Mary is soon befriended by a tiny robin. Oh. Who leads her to a walled garden, which was her aunt's. A wild, what was that? A walled. A walled. <laughs> I thought you meant to say wild. wall. <laughs> a wild garden. A garden surrounded by a wall. Got it. Noted. Uh, which had been her aunt's. Okay. That has been neglected since her passing. Oh, no. It seems she met her demise while swinging on a swing in the garden. <laughs> what? I know. And Archibald has forbade it to ever be opened. Did she fall off or I what? I guess. Okay, I need details. They didn't, they didn't give me the deeds there. Okay. Um, yeah. So, again, lucky for Mary, the large key she found in her aunt's room. Damn. It opened that gate right up. Fuck yeah. Right? Mary feels instantly drawn to the space. Soon after, she meets Martha's brother, Dickon. Dickon. Who is always outside and is an animal whisperer. Oh, yes. He's he? always surrounded by tons of animals, and he says he can talk to them. Oh, I love that for him. She takes him to her secret garden. Oh, cute. Also drawn to it, Dickon agrees to help Mary bring it back to life, Aww. keeping the garden a secret for fear of angering her uncle. Oh, okay. The pair spend their days pulling weeds and planting seeds. Pulling weeds and planting, planting seeds. seeds. Yes, Laura. Yes. One night, Mary again hears the wailing sounds coming from the castle corridors, and this time finds exactly where they are coming from. Okay, who's wailing? Apparently, Lord Craven has a son named Colin. Okay. Who he has kept hidden away after the death of his wife. Uh, the fuck? He is also 10, so do the math, right? Okay. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> well, his, Did you see? I'm like... So oh. he must have been practically a newborn when she died. Oh. So he's been like hiding him, hiding away? him away all this time. That's devastating. This kid has been bedridden his entire life. Oh. Apparently fragile and in ill health, he has never even learned to walk. Okay, what the fuck, Lord? What you call Archibald? Archibald. Archibald. Okay, don't like yeah. you very much. And if we thought Mary was a little bit of a yeah, little icy. A little icy. This this kid is. Well, no shit. Ooh, he's he's been, a nightmare. He's been fucking hidden away for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she's looking at him like, oh my gosh, did I act like that? <laughs> no wonder no one liked me. Yeah. Uh, she is not having any of it. But realizing that he has also been neglected his entire life, Mary helps Colin realize that he is not really physically sick. And she and Dickens sneak him out to the garden which is now in full bloom, brimming with flora, and most interestingly, an abundance <laughs> of roses. Oh, roses. Yes. In the fresh air, Colin begins to emotionally heal and soon after learns to walk. Okay, so it was like an emotional mm -hmm. thing. I see. Okay. The three perform a magic ritual in the garden to summon... Archibald. Okay. Colin is eager to connect with his father, who okay. really pays him no attention. As the Duke awakens from a dream where he is being called back home by his wife, he decides he better get home. Yeah. Where he finds the children playing in the garden and cannot believe his eyes when he sees Colin walking. Well, how the fuck would you even know you hit him away, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> Mary runs out of the garden in tears, fearing the Duke will send her away and destroy the garden. Okay. She has finally cried. Oh, yeah, you said mm -hmm. she couldn't cry. Okay, mm -hmm. Cameron Diaz in the yep, holiday. There you go. 
her uncle tells her he will never lock the garden up again and thanks her for healing his family, which she is now a part of. And as the movie ends, we can hear Mary say, if you look the right way, the whole world is a garden. Okay, ow. <laughs> Everyone's icy hearts are melting. I know. Including mine. <laughs> okay, that's cute. So the end. That kind of seemed like a devastating movie, but yes. like cute. Yes. Kind of. I remember a little princess being really fucking sad. Right. So it was very like magical, but uh, tackling like real right. tough issues. Like right, they right. didn't stray from them or, okay. you know, like sugarcoat them or anything like that, you know? Some emotional depth there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because the magic was very subtle in this okay. movie. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so here are a few of my fun facts. Okay. Okay. Elijah Wood lost out on the role of Colin. Oh, you know what? You, Even just hearing you he's say too busy the name smoking of, weed. Fuck yeah, with me. <laughs> I could like see him in that kind of story. I yeah. don't know why. Like yeah. a little Elijah Wood. Yeah. But okay. he didn't get it. <laughs> You're like he was. He alas. was denied. <laughs> he was fucking turned down. Okay. Denied. Uh, the book was inspired by a real garden. Oh, really? In 1898, Frances rented Great Maytham Hall in Kent. Okay. Uh, when she moved in, the ivy was so overgrown on the walls she couldn't find the door to the garden, and she fixed up the neglected garden, inspiring later the book. Okay. Yeah. Fun. The author's young son died in <laughs> 1890 <laughs> from tuberculosis. Oh, shit. And after that, she became very interested in spiritualist endeavors. Okay. Like theosophy mm -hmm. and Christian science, which I don't know a lot about, you know, their ideology. Um, okay. But this has a basic uh, a basis in magic as a natural part of life. Oh, I see. So we see Colin get well through positive thoughts and exposure to nature sure. and not conventional medicine. I see. Yeah, yeah. So the magic is very subtle in the film, like how quickly the garden came to life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Colin's ability to walk, yeah. the robin that leads her to the garden. The animals. Dickens' ability to talk to the animals oh. and the magic spell they perform to bring his dad home. Right, right. right. I so like it's that, very though. subtle. It's not like in your face, right? That's just as beautiful, though. Sometimes it doesn't need to hit you over the head, you it know? It is, yeah. So I thought, what can my lesson be today? Hmm, I don't Ooh. know. Gardens. Well, <laughs> gardens. Well, you know, to tackle the witch's garden, there's so many plants in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought, for me, like, the most beautiful part is when she's in the garden, but just the amount or the abundance of the roses. Oh, right? yay. So I wanted, I thought, well, let's talk about... Roses? roses. Oh, you know right? I love this. Yeah. yeah. So for two children who felt totally unloved to heal and come back to life among nature, but particularly among the roses, I thought was the best use of magic of all yeah. in the movie. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about roses. Yay, I love roses. All right. Okay. So through the use of fossils, it has been determined that roses date back 35 million years. Holy shit. Okay. And contain over 400,000 species. Really? Yeah. Damn. It's a lot of roses. That is a lot of roses. We there need them. We need. Oh, we sure do. Uh, the rose and its symbolism can be found in our favorite Greek mythology. Oh, God damn it. Uh, did you know the word rose is an anagram for Eros, the Greek no. god of love? Really? No, yes. I did not know that. Story goes something like this. Okay, yes. All right, Chloris. <laughs> The goddess of flowers was taking a leisurely stroll in the woods one day when she happened upon a nymph. Cute. Right? Nature spirit. Its body was lifeless. Okay, what the fuck? I know. <laughs> 
Why is we're this talking, so devastating? talking Greek mythology. Uh. So saddened by what she saw, she transformed the nymph into a flower. So so lovely it would be looked upon by all the gods of Olympus as the queen of all flowers. Aphrodite, the goddess of love and mother to arrows, named it a rose in honor of her son. Oh, that's beautiful. I know. The flower became a symbol of love and devotion when once again Aphrodite became aware of a plot to murder her mortal lover Adonis. Oh my God. Okay, Greek mythology. Get a grip. <laughs> in a rush to get him out. To, like, get to him before he was murdered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she cut her ankles running through the rose bushes okay. on the thorns. Yeah. Uh, she didn't make it in time. Oh, fuck. But everywhere her blood touched turned the white roses red. Oh, interesting. And they became a symbol of eternal love. Ouch. Cute, right? Yeah, that's actually really beautiful. Mm -hmm. little morbid. <laughs> little morbid at first, but a little touch of morbidity. Is that a word? Morbidity, yes. yeah. Is it, Jason? Yeah. Are you, are you shocked I pulled that out? <laughs> where's, where's the white coat? See, if you would just proceed with confidence, you, you know, be and stop questioning I out can't. loud. I can't help it. Uh, in Rome, married couples adorned their heads with crowns of roses and petals filled their beds as a sign of love and sexual desire. Ooh. They used the phrase, under the rose, which was meant to be understood as what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So oh, okay. it's a secret. And for this reason, they often painted roses on the ceilings to remind guests that whatever transpired within those walls... Shut your mouth. ...was private. <laughs> shush, shush Keep it. Keep it quiet. <laughs> <laughs> the rose became quite popular as one of Shakespeare's favorite flowers, appearing mm -hmm. more than 70 times in his works. Okay, whoa. Yes. That's cool. And then, during the Victorian era, mushy expressions of love were seen as inappropriate. Oh. Yeah, you were not allowed to no, say no. such things. No. Oh, shit. No, no. Okay. So lovers would use what was called floriography. Okay. The language of flowers. Oh, fun. They sent hidden messages in little floral bouquets known as nosegays or tussie mussies. In this interesting floral dictionary, one would find that the red rose symbolized love, passion, and romance, oh, as well as devotion. That's beautiful. And simply put, was a way to tell someone that you loved them if you oh. received one of these little tussie mussies. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Because they couldn't mm -hmm. express they that couldn't outwardly. Say it, oh, right. wow. Okay. Isn't that cool? That's beautiful. Yeah. In a witch's magical practice, roses are used for many a spell, mm -hmm. usually centered around love, yeah. romantic as well as self-love, Yeah. and then the thorns for banishing, mm -hmm. right? Unrequited love. Yes. Yes. The color of the rose is indicative of how it is used. Uh -huh. The white rose for cleansing and purity. The black rose for death, okay. but also beauty. Interesting. Yellow, friendship. Yeah. Pink, self-love. Mm. Red, romantic love. Purple, magic, and enchantment. Ooh. The aspects of a rose are feminine, yeah. ruled by Venus, and the element of water. Water? Yes. Really? I don't think I realized well, that. That would make sense. It does make sense. Yes. Linked to deities such as Aphrodite, Eros, Adonis, Cupid, and Isis. Oh, Cute. Use roses in your magical spells to draw love to you mm -hmm. and beauty rituals to attract the fairies for purification as offerings on your altar. Wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> you just like calmed me down. Did I? You did a little bit. In herbal medicine, roses are used to soothe the heart mm. and emotions. Yeah. It is used in healing grief and stagnant depression. Yeah. Helping get one to move forward and enjoy and be present in the now. Yeah. It has been used for thousands of years to heal the mind, the body, and the spirit. And it seems like, the, I mean, subtly they showed that well in they the movie. They showed that. You have two neglected, unwanted children Aww. and a neglected, unwanted garden. Ouch, Lord, no. And they heal each other through love, right? Yeah. Through getting in touch with the natural world, the beauty. It's just, you know. Yeah, it opens them up. Opens them oh up my God. and heals them. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, roses like rose tea, rose in a sachet, rose in your bath. I always wear, like every perfume I wear has, has rose. rose in it. Yeah. Yeah, I really like rose. Um yeah. Because my heart always needs a little attention, yeah. so I like to keep it. Yeah. I mean, and it's close. hard. Like, a lot of times most people think, oh, roses, you just go to the grocery store and buy them. Most of those are, like, commercial. I mean, they are commercial. Right. So they're grown and barely have fragrance. Right. You want to get out and get the wild, like, the Rosa Rugosa, oh, the wild rose. It's such a beautiful smell. Some of, and some of the English roses, you yeah. know. They're gorgeous. Yeah, the damask rose. I mean, just smell so heavenly. The ones that you're getting in the grocery store Not really the same. don't have a lot of scent. Don't you pack know? the same punch. Um, but yeah, there is a reason that we give, you know, flowers, give roses on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And, you know, the Victorian era that kind of brought the, bring, you know, giving of the flowers. But, That's interesting, yeah. You know, it's interesting that it is ruled by the element of water because it's all about emotions yeah. and opening and healing the heart i love that yeah that mm -hmm. makes total sense i never yeah. thought about that before mm -hmm. oh, yeah i really like that Laura. and it really plays well in with this movie i was gonna say know? that and i like that it was kind of subtle yeah 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 the magic was very subtle in here um but it's a good example but powerful that, yeah and that yeah. you can find magic in a lot of different films That's and right. stories yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like it's wow. yeah it doesn't have to hit you over the head right yeah. Oh, I really like that. See, it's now cute. I want to go and get some roses and put them all over the house. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. I want to make a little poppet. Poppet roses. Oh, Was that British? I want a poppet. A poppet. Yeah. Did I do it? <laughs> you did it. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking. Oh my gosh! You know what? I want to make some rose water. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Yes. So hot out right now, and just Ugh. misting of some rose water would be awesome. Yeah, I'm big on the rose scent. Yes. First, I love to have that. Real. Yes, not, exactly. Yeah, not um, synthetic. No no no, 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 no. like the actual scent of rose. I mm -hmm. like to have that around my house mm -hmm. and around me. Yeah. It does lighten. Well, it's funny because you up. like the scent of patchouli and rose. Yep, I, that's my combo. Yeah, oh my which God, is you know like very so well. grounding and, and heart healing. So the yeah. patchouli grounds. Which you know I need. Yeah. yeah. The lack an, of earth an air, in my chart. As an air sign, yeah. You <laughs> yeah. need the grounding and then the rose is the healer. Yeah. The heart healer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Maybe. I've been doing that since I was young. Can I order a two-ton truck of rose petals, please? Honestly. <laughs> you, you introduced that to me. At a young age, yeah. I remember talking a lot about scent. We should talk about, like, scent magic. Mm -hmm. We haven't yeah. dived into that yet. But, um, yeah, I remember you talking to me about mm -hmm. the roses. And then it just always stuck, and it works for me. Yeah. Like, the second I smell it, mm -hmm. 
it does just kind of lighten, yeah. lighten my load. Yeah. A bit. And it's really funny because I am an earth sign yeah. and patchouli is not my scent. No. No. You don't need any more. I earth. don't need any more no. grounding. But the um, airy scents, like, because I think I made a body oil that was like um, an verbena. Yeah. It was yeah. like the air elementals. And um, I loved it. And you right. didn't. No. Right. I don't fucking need any more you air. You don't need to be floating away anymore. And yeah. I do need to, like, get unstuck you do sometimes yeah i'm yeah. very sometimes my earth i have so much earth in my chart you I are can too be very rooted. rigid yeah you're too rooted can be stubborn mm-hmm. stuck and mm-hmm. i am too i'm floating off yeah I, no one ever knows where yeah. i am so those scents and those you know but again with that with rose you know just healing the heart and opening up the heart yeah and the self love and who doesn't need some of that honestly who does not need some of that wow go get yourself some roses go gift some roses yes gosh we need some in the house immediately rose everything yeah and they are edible so you know what i mean <laughs> they like are you can edible. you can you know the rose just a cup of rose tea oh i love oh, rose tea oh my gosh mm-hmm. It is the best. Everyday magic that for is, you there, That folks. is everyday magic, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it's an easy way to... <laughs> to the sound, to the sweet, sweet sounds of the motorcycle crew. <laughs> Go get some rose tea. Instead of the Motown <sighs> sound, it's the... Fucking hell. Motor drum speedway <laughs> sound. <laughs> but yeah, t- like bringing tea... Scent. Uh, it's very yes. easy way to bring in magic. Mm, yes, I love it. I love, I love it. it up top. Yes, I didn't know where you were going with this one. I yeah. wasn't familiar with this story. Like well, and at again, all. because it was picked for us, I had not seen it. I didn't really know anything about it. So it was a very cute movie. Thank heavy, you, yeah. like I said, heavy. You both know, of ours a, were kind of on the heavier yeah, side. Yeah. yeah, and both about children. Interesting. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Good. Com- I like this mm-hmm. combo. It was a good combo. It showcased our personalities. Yes. Well. Yes. Well, thank you, Patreon members, for selecting those. Yeah, and if you liked listening to me talk about the plants, yeah, that's going to be a Patreon perk, right? Yeah, Laura's doing plant lore with lore. Yes, for our twenty-five dollar a month crowd. So we're going to be talking about some of the history and lore of some of these wonderful, wonderful plants. Oh my gosh, how exciting! Yeah, the first one is coming up. Coming up soon. Next week. Yes. So get ready. Woohoo. Go check it out. All right. Oh my gosh. Well, with that, are you ready for Killer Quotes of the Week? We are. All right, so I have my own this week. Yeah. I got to pay a little homage to Mr. Polly Walnuts from The Sopranos. Oh. Tony Sirico passed away this week. And, yeah, you know, a such one. a huge fan of Same. The Sopranos. So uh, what a loss. And him specifically. He's my favorite. Yeah, he is your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, to quote Polly Walnuts. What do you hear? What do you say? What do you hear? What do you say? (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Rest in peace, Polly Walnuts. Yes. Yeah, you will be missed. You will. Yeah. I feel like I knew him. Like, do you know know when you love a character so much? Yeah. I don't know. And I feel like he was his character. (laughs) I think. I think you're correct. I think there were a lot of similarities. Yeah, for sure. What I will say, what is, I think, uh, shows some strength of his character is that uh, he would only take the role of Polly Walnuts if David Chase... Never made him a rat. 
Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah, that's commendable. Commendable. I like that. That does say a lot about his character. There you go. Uh, We'll end on that note. Yes, we will. All right, friends. We'll catch you next week. All right, TTFN. Cut, print, check the gate, moving on. I forgot what I was supposed to (laughs) say.